0: This is Sports Fest, presented by Reposted on the Reposted Podcast Network, coming at you like a golf weekend for the ages. Oh. He is Larry, buy me a beer at the oh. turn, Olson, and I am oh. Andrew Tank, my partner Keller. What are you <laughs> most excited about for this Eve of Golf Weekends?
1: Well, so let me just say this: um, I no longer drink on the golf course because I'm a beer. I can't do it. Can't beer. Nothing off the flask my eye hand coordination is going so I have and actually it's really well my golf game sucks so no booze for me on the golf course just what's the, the
0: move if, if like you're outside of this week and you're playing and, and you get a random and he buys around for everyone do you do you throw it away Do you carry it to the end I mean I had a pie foisted on me yesterday by my neighbor and I was like I don't want to eat this but I took it <laughs> what do you do with a, a, a beverage if someone buys it for you
1: yeah I'll probably slow roll that for like nine holes just nurse it? Yeah, I just nurse it for nine. I like it.
0: Well, in the world of the NFL and me reading stats, we came across something more oh. perplexing oh. than gami. <laughs> Birds versus cats. <laughs> tweet, tweet. We have the, the Falcons, the Cardinals, the Ravens, the Eagles, Seahawks, and then you have the Panthers, the Bengals, the Lions, Jaguars. And every time in the history of those teams, they've met – After last weekend, it's a dead Uh, tie, 209-209 with 10 ties. What a crazy thing to look at, further proving the underground bunker that the NFL statistics come out of.
1: So you were the one that found this story. What person was not curing cancer and going and adding up all of these crazy teams together?
0: I don't know. Maybe it was just an – I bet it was an intern that works – in the bunker that's trying to get ahead that's trying to maybe move up to the ground level where they can see but this is an interesting stat i think it's interesting i was like oh that's fun that's something i'm going to probably tell a couple people that the birds versus cats are the deadlock <laughs> who figured this out though someone's like oh we get i don't i don't know if i could have told you off the top of my head who the birds and the cats were like quickly rapid fire would have had to think about it like that's not even a thing to think about I mean, also a little bit less PC who the
1: Dallas Cowboys might play against. Like what, what that record might be, what you played as a child. More interesting than this stat is the fact that for the first time in the history of us talking about stats, you like one. Well, I'm still, I like it, but
0: I think my outrage <laughs> is finally worn off where <laughs> yes! we just, the baseline yes! is I'm outraged about these stats, but this one was like, okay, this one's kind of cute. How and also you. it's not we like, a, it was... The NFL tweeted it, and so it was more of like, hey, here's a fun fact versus like a record. Yeah, I guess I'm kind of, I'm not as grumpy as I used to be, maybe. I don't we know. We broke you. That is broke all head. I need.
1: To, the Sports Best Show broke you.
0: Yeah, let's get you a shot of the turn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it's a little murky as to how much Bill Belichick makes his grand head poobah of the New England Patriots. I'd always kind of thought about this. There's some new research by Sportico's Kurt Bandenhausen that said Belichick is the highest earning coach in all of these United States hold on
0: that guy is a uh, mix between not friend of the show Greg and intern Kirk <laughs> Vandenhausen
1: so if those two if Kirk and Greg had a kid
0: yeah that's who he would, would... be this
1: guy <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh, that's so great 69 <laughs> year old Belichick who the led the Patriots to six Super Bowl wins is earning on average a salary of 18 million a year that's the highest in the united states
0: mm-hmm.
1: i mean is he worth it well uh i can't think of a coach that's won more championships maybe there is some something minor like maybe uh, uh Bill walton <laughs> um Not Bill walton. who is no, who is the ucla coach oh ju- uh, um the, the the pyramid of strength why are we blanking on this the, 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 the wizard of Wested yeah you're gonna google that anyway Belichick <laughs> takes the top spot on the list of highest paid coaches in the country. He's followed by pretty much NFL coaches. Seahawks Pete Carroll makes 14 million bucks. I did not know he made that much. Saints coach Pey- Sean Payton makes 14 million and chiefs coach Andy Reed makes 12 million. The first non NFL coach on the list is Greg Popovich of the Spurs with a salary of 11.5 million football coaches at the professional college level fill 17 of the top 25 paid coaches list in the united states i would
0: make an argument and tell me if you agree or not that football high school college pro coaches make more of an impact on the game with their strategy and implementation than the other four major sports like you can make some you can draw plays a timeout for basketball but for the most part they're going out there doing what they do i i think i mean it makes sense that they're the highest paid i'm fine with it The, the amount of money that's in these leagues is so astronomic like him making 18 million dollars isn't really that much i mean also you look at the players like nba players salary those max contracts versus what the coaches are making that's crazy i'm wondering if
1: it's the same like if you pro-rate it like it seems oh, like yeah. nfl has the most revenue so they pay their coaches the most then maybe it's the nba so then the like i'm sure it's kind of all pro-rated it right
0: yeah we would have to get kirk vandenhausen to break it down but uh <laughs> I mean, if you think about it also, these NBA players have fat salaries, but there's like 11 or 12 players versus the full roster. So like the actual payroll for um, the workforce is is different and the NFL is probably paying more.
1: I I can't think of a sport more than football where the coach matters more. It seems as if NFL, the coaches matter the most.
0: I think so. I mean, you could maybe make an argument for tennis yeah 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 yeah. it's a pretty big gymnastics but of the four major professional sports (sighs) highlight highlight yeah we (laughs) should move to florida and play some highlight speaking of high paid salaries and win, oh john wooden nick saban is coming off nick saban and alabama are coming off a 59 to 3 win over new mexico state and they are getting ready to play number 21 Arkansas this weekend and they getting through practice. And on Wednesday, Nick Saban wasn't pleased with the effort of his players on Tuesday. He said they did okay, but he said they had a poor me attitude, which I mean, there are flat practices. So maybe he has something there, but Alabama quarterback Bryce Young had this to say after the press conference, Oh, me, pour me another drink. <laughs> So, I mean, you got to – when you're at the top all the time and everyone's, like, circled you on the calendar, you have to be prepared for every single week. And so Saban's got to do whatever he can to get them motivated because
1: if you come out flat, you could lose your top spot. You know, I just – you know, he I don't understand why Nick says the things that he does to the media. Like, why does he need to come out and say to the media, oh, they had a poor me? I mean, I guess –
0: I don't know. My guess would be that if if him talking to him in the locker room isn't really coming through, that has a way of wrapping hey. around. Like your hey, mom or your girlfriend or your friend from high school reads about this or hears about it, and they're like, hey, man, what's up? Well, you guys aren't really trying, and so maybe it's a more 360 approach. I don't know if that's it, but that's what I think.
1: Hey, man, did you get the poor me's today? I want someone to say that to me. Poor me. Yeah. Going to bed. Wife yeah. Hey, you got the poor me's going on today, yeah. Lair
0: this is larry's long shot oh, that's how we're starting this i don't know i was, oh. I, was I took a
1: swing see okay. if we could go into it seamlessly in a minute i love it you know baseball award season is underway brewers pitcher corbin burns winning the nl cy young award 27 year old became the first pitcher in the modern era to lead all qualified pitchers in strikeout rate walk rate and home run rate Robbie Ray of the Blue Jays, the AL Cy Young Award winner. Alfredo Randy Arazarena and Red Second Baseman Jonathan India were your Rookies of the Year. As of this taping of the show, the MVP awards have not been passed out. On March 19th, a veteran in Nevada placed a $30,000 bet on Shoei Ohtani to win the American League MVP at 30-1 to odds. Ohtani is a finalist, along with Blue Jays stars Vladimir Guerrero, Marcus Simeon, if Otani wins, the better will collect $900,000.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, $30,000 is a lot to put on the bet to win the MVP, right? Yeah.
0: I mean, it is. But if your net worth is $450 million, sure. it's not that big of a deal. I think when you become ultra, when you are in that financial situation, you want to place a bet that you actually feel something. Like, there, there's skin in the game. So I bet you $30,000 is the equivalent of us putting a $30 bet. Maybe he's like, well, if I, if I win, that will be amazing. And that'll be great. But if I lose 30,000, probably doesn't care.
1: The sharks were really on this because Otani opened at 60 to one to win the MVP, right? He he immediately attracted a lot of attention. It dropped down to 31 30 to one. That's when this guy put this bet. I didn't know this Nevada sports books were prohibited from accepting bets on anything decided by a vote until 2015 the eisman trophy was the first awards marketed allowed by the nevada gaming control and bidding on mlb postseason awards like mvp were approved the following year in 2016
0: yeah because i guess you could you could say that they're they can be impacted you can start buying off the voters
1: how would you like all the baseball writers of america across the country you could buy them off
0: no but if it's a close vote and you buy five of them off like it makes a difference I heard a, a funny take. Adam Carolla has this thing. If, if you ever wanted to throw a game, you get to the long snapper, you pay them off because they're not making that much money. And a missed, like a bumbled uh, field goal is a big deal. The, the, the angle on this story though, from ESPN, like, to me it read as if we should feel sorry for the sports book they're talking to the guy that runs this particular sports book he's like yeah it's definitely going to be a black mark on the year and it'll stand out and my question is do we feel worse for the sports book if they have to pay this out or for Shohei Otani for having to be on the Los Angeles Angels
1: yeah that's a that's a pretty good 50 who feels bad for a sports book paying out bets I, I don't know that's why I was surprised I mean
0: maybe I was reading into it too much but to me it, it felt like a a poor me
1: situation i'm like
0: oh we have to pay out this bet but i mean I it is gonna... definitely like
1: a stab in the eye that they're gonna have showy atani and your body double mike trout and they yeah. suck They're terrible they suck
0: i mean the best players in baseball maybe selling it's about selling jerseys when i was in college I don't, did lsu win in 2003 or 2004 I don't know what it was. This guy in my fraternity was from Baton Rouge and he put a $50 bet at preseason to win at like 50 to one and that paid out. Pretty, pretty good bet.
1: What's 50 to 50? Like two grand or something?
0: Yeah, something like that.
1: That's not bad.
0: Something like that. Yeah, well, that's enough of that. It was more gambling. We, uh, the World yes. Series of Poker has been finished. Corey Aldemir won the. 2021 World Series of Poker main event in Las Vegas, taking home eight million dollars, and he uh, beat American George Holmes with two pair. And uh, Holmes' second place is four point three million dollars. I don't know why, but I love watching poker. Oh, it's it's riveting to me. So great. And also, as I'm watching it, I get a sense of confidence. I'm like, oh. I got this, but it's a lot easier to play poker when you can see everyone's hand. Yeah, should have done that.
1: He should have, he should have got all in right there.
0: Yeah. Have you ever, have you ever thought that maybe you'll go on that run and gather $10,000 to buy the entry fee to the World Series of Poker? No. No. Have you ever played in a poker tournament in Vegas Arena?
1: Yes. I don't do real well in the tournaments. For some reason, I do not. Oh. tournaments don't sue me i once won 1600 bucks playing poker in reno one of our trips it was like outstanding but it was a live game i won like yeah and you know you can just you know go on heaters against people that aren't necessarily knowing what they're doing this i mean everybody there in theory i don't is it it's 10 how many people play in this cool a lot i don't know by the way our intern's father finished out of the top thousand i looked for him today this guy named Gary distefano finished in nine ninety nine ahead of our intern's dad here in fifteen thousand dollars, so he was in it day three our he was in the father. money he not in the money he finished out of the money, oh. but he he made it all the way to day three huh so that's something of an accomplishment,
0: okay. The first poker tournament I ever played in was in Reno, and I won what? yeah, so that guy did me you win.
1: Oh, yeah, that was the one I was at. That was ours. No, you
0: weren't there. It was like a Matt Walker birthday oh, or bachelor sorry. party. I don't know what it was. Uh, I'm looking up the field. I'm trying to see what the field Wait was. Wait a minute. You
1: won a, like, a tournament at a casino or with people?
0: At a casino. It was a oh, $50 okay. buy-in. I think two or three of us, your brother-in-law was there. He didn't win. <laughs> uh, I don't know. $50 buy-in. I think I won $800. I don't know hey, what it was. but it's not bad. It definitely got me hooked on that.
1: We have a breaking event center news, Andrew Keller. Live from Tinseltown, your neck of the woods. Staples Center is going away, and the home of the Lakers, Clippers, Sparks, and Kings will reportedly be named for a new sponsor, Crypto.com. The agreement is believed to be the largest naming rights deal in the United States. It takes effect next month. Crypto.com is believed to paid over $700 million for the naming rights to the old Staples Center. It's crazy. I remember the
0: 49ers uh, sold their naming rights to Levi's before it was built for
1: 400 million. 700 is slightly more. Here's what I don't get like, maybe you don't know this, you probably do. The cryptocurrency is a little volatile at this big. Like, how this is 10 years, like, cryptocurrency might not even be around in 10 years. It might not be, but I mean, I guess
0: it makes sense because a lot of people are starting to be like, oh, crypto, what is that? How do I get into it? And having a major venue and crypto.com being said over and over, if you're trying to get in that space, that's going to drive people. I didn't buy paper from Staples because that's where the Lakers played. For a while, I didn't even make that connection. I was like, oh, it's just the Staples Centers. That's what it is. It didn't even occur to me. That was the, the company. So... I mean, it seems like a good move because they, then all of a sudden they'll be the Kleenex of crypto. Like you go to crypto.com to buy cryptocurrency.
1: I'm com- sure that's completely unquantifiable, but I wonder what the brand and Staples Center being on that facility meant to them in terms of sales. It's unquantifiable. Yeah. It's,
0: you know, there's no way. It's to not. Or like the Verizon Center or AT and T Park.
1: Or Oracle. Or you know.
0: O. dot co. Oh, Oakland Oakland second second raid so I guess my big question about this crypto.com is should should we short Staples <laughs> stock
1: or does that mean they're going away like should we bet on them going bankrupt I definitely I do feel like I read a lot of Staples commercials mm-hmm. and I always wonder how is Staples still in business I don't know there's it it
0: doesn't seem like it's it's going to be around too much longer If there's one thing that you want to take away from this show is that you should take life advice from former heavyweight champion Mike Tyson.
1: I think that's the truest thing that you've ever said in the history of the show is that we should always be listening to Mike Tyson. I've seen all the movies. I've watched all the fights. I believe in him.
0: I don't know why, but it seems like once a year, something he does or says pops up and we kind of treat him as a luminary. And (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I found this article that Mike Tyson saying he's uh, done psychedelic toad venom over 50 times <laughs> and he's died while using the toad venom. He's seen death and it looks beautiful. This is my favorite part. My mind isn't sophisticated enough to fathom what happened, but life has improved. The toad's whole purpose is to reach your highest potential. He looks at the world differently. Now, should we be doing toad venom is should we, Follow Luminary Mike Tyson.
1: I, there's a part of me, as you know, as an Enneagram 7 that wants experiences that would really like if, some, if I was a party and someone's like, hey, I got some toad venom lying around. Let's go for it. Like this weekend at the golf tournament. You bring toad venom up, I'm going for it.
0: You might try it.
1: But I don't want to die.
0: <laughs> I don't know if he actually died. I think he's saying he saw death when he was hallucinating.
1: Oh, so he didn't die. Uh, well. That was my next question. I thought he
0: died. He I don't think he did the, the way. Well, who knows? He's he's Mike Tyson. He's on a different level. The last like six months, I've heard reference to people doing ayahuasca more than I have in the first however part of my my life.
1: It seems like it's become more mainstream. I know one of your fancy Hollywood friends. What, what is ayahuasca? It's like I think you
0: go in the jungle and you you drink this muddy drink and you hallucinate oh. really hard. Um, but you like have a shaman uh, uh, oversee what you're doing. I don't know. I, I, I mean, granted, I've heard a handful of people in my acting classes talk about it. Joe Rogan has had two people on his podcast recently talking about their ayahuasca trips. Um, it's intriguing to me. I'm not
1: going to do it, but it's intriguing. I will say this in true confidentiality. <laughs> at least four times over the last two weeks, I thought about texting our intern and saying, have you done shrooms ever and I think we should lock ourselves in a room and do them sometime
0: okay so you just thought about it
1: I but I never texted him and said like we should do it well first of all I'm embarrassed that he's already done it and I haven't but I've been like I think we should do it you know he's done it or you think he no has? I, I don't know if he has but if he has I'll be like oh you already did it wow
0: well as friends of the show Ryan Keller would say it's the thought that counts <laughs> I was going to buy you a very thoughtful <laughs> present. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Sports Best. We're going to have a crazy week in playing golf. We'll tell you all about it next week. Bye. I'm Andrew for Will Chamberlain. Thank you for stopping by.